What's up, Tokyo? What's up, Japan and the rest of the world? Welcome to Tokyo Speaks, a podcast that highlights and supports the international community here in Tokyo. I'm your host, Cliff. This is episode 82, and for this episode, I'm recording remotely from my home. This is the first time for me uh, doing this, but uh, due to unfortunate and unprecedented circumstances, uh, you know, this is part of a global effort to self-isolate or self-quarantine and uh, flatten the curve and do my part in slowing down the coronavirus, which has been terrorizing the world. Um, in fact, uh, I want to pay my respects to the people who lost their lives from this virus. I'm going to take a moment of silence, uh, but before I do that, I want to give a big shout out to all the heroes around the world who are on the front lines trying to help people uh, during these uh, dire times. All right, here we go. Moment of silence. Okay, so for this episode, I'm going to make three phone calls to three people of the international community. Uh, They were also guests on the podcast not too long ago. I'm going to call this a community check-in, checking in with the community, and we're going to see how they're doing, how they've been staying active and healthy, and uh, they also have some helpful information for some of you out there uh, in regards to, you know, supporting the less fortunate of this pandemic, um, you know, info on how to stay healthy and keep the... Uh, excuse me, keep the immune system strong and also uh, how to leverage this free time many of us have in isolation and better yourself professionally and maybe learn a new skill. All right. So first we're going to call Robin Lewis. Hello. Robin, how's it going? Hey, Alan, good, thanks. How you doing? Good, man, good, man. Just, uh, you know, checking in with uh, with everybody, seeing how everybody's doing. <laughs> Are you at home, I hope? Yes, I'm at home. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Are you in good health? I'm in good health, man. Um, you know, working from nice. home and just, uh, yeah, taking it easy. Good, 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 good. How about yourself? Yeah, man, uh, I'm at home um today 18 i think since uh since i began this this voluntary kind of quarantine um and i'm starting to get the house crazies a bit yeah i bet <laughs> but but you know yeah but i guess compared to you know many other parts of the world we're, we're in a you know it's still things that are relatively i guess calm so yes to be grateful and whatnot definitely man but yeah well um yeah just introduce yourself uh to the listeners Tell us sure. who you are. Yeah. Sure. So my name is Robin. Uh, I'm half Japanese and half English. Um, and I am 
the co-founder of a, an organization called Social Innovation Japan. And I also run uh, a, an initiative called My Mizu, which is all about reducing single-use plastic. Yes, and we had uh, My Mizu on the podcast not too long ago. Like it's episode sixty nine, so definitely that's right. Check that out. We had out. a great, we had a great chat. We did. That was fun <laughs> and very informative as well. You know. <laughs> thank you, thank you. How's the team doing? How how's my Mizu? Good. I mean, we've been having um, regular, at least weekly meetings, um, which has been good on on Zoom, obviously, and and uh, we've been trying to keep it, you know, healthy and and uh, slightly creative. So we've been doing these these workouts uh, on Zoom with our team um we've been you know i think the team had like a, a movie night the other night on zoom <laughs> so we're, we're trying you know we're trying to keep it fresh and, and stay positive cool uh, in this current situation yeah i've been i've been seeing your, your activities online so you guys are yeah staying active <laughs> and doing your thing just doing our best yes you know what are some of the things you've been doing to just kind of like stay i guess active i mean are you working out are you maybe yeah. going for a walk here and there you know, just to get some fresh air. Yeah, I'm trying to take this as an opportunity to do things that I don't normally do. I've been spending a lot more time than usual cooking. So I've, I've mastered this, this shiitake pasta recipe. So that I've been doing a lot of cooking, which I'm enjoying a lot. Um, okay. I'm also enjoying my, you know, fresh homemade coffee. I, I go through this process of like grinding the beans by hand and, and making fresh coffee every morning. Um, and yeah, I'm doing doing remote uh, online workouts and stuff, and uh, just trying to just again, yeah, just trying to stay as healthy as possible given the current situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've also experimenting by like growing my beard and things, which, which oh, is a, a disaster. Me too. <laughs> me too. I'm, oh, really? I'm, yeah, I'm almost looking like uh, Tom Hanks in a uh, Castaway. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, just working out as much as possible, uh, and as they say, yeah, going for walks, going for runs, um, and just trying to trying to stay fresh. Yeah. I definitely appreciate barbers now, man. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, you recently you wrote a blog post on Medium, and I thought it was you know it was very helpful with some uh, good information to get out there to to the public to the people and. You know, I wanted to share that on, on my platform. So I wanted you to talk a little bit about what the post is about. Sure. So the post was called uh, 10 Ways to Support Coronavirus Relief in Japan. Um, and I listed essentially 10. It's now more because people have been suggesting that I add more initiatives. But it's uh, 10 uh, initiatives or projects or organizations that are on the front lines of the coronavirus uh, response here in Japan. Okay. Um, and so I wanted to, I wrote that because I knew that there are so many uh, healthcare workers, nonprofits, community organizations who are doing incredible work mm. um, who might need our support. So many of us are stuck at home now and we might be feeling a little bit frustrated, but there are ways that we can support um, this, these kinds of efforts. Um, and so I listed 10 of these initiatives on uh, top of obviously staying at home right now is the most important thing that we can do. Uh, yes. But on top of that, you know, if we're in a position to help out, there are good ways to do that. Yes. And can you uh, name a few, two or three of them for us and tell sure, us what the sure. mission is? Yeah. So um, starting off with uh, there's one called Collabo, uh, mm. which is uh, an organization uh, supporting women in distress. Um, and right now, uh, because of what's, you know, people staying at home and, uh, 
lack of economic opportunities and so on, there is uh, an increase in many countries uh, of women who are being uh, you know, victims of domestic violence and, and other very serious issues. And so one organization is increasing its capacity for um, women to stay in their emergency shelters mm. uh, during the pandemic, for example. Okay. Um, another one is um, there's one called Peace Wins Japan, which is a nonprofit organization um, who is supplying uh, hospitals and uh, medical workers with uh, essential items that they need to do their jobs well. Um, and another one off the top of my head is um, there's actually entire there's an entire crowdfunding platform called Campfire, which okay. you may have heard of, which has got a, a special channel for artists and musicians um, who are you know struggling because of cancelled shows and cancelled um, events and so on mm. to uh, kind of recoup some of the the, the, the losses that they've, they've experienced as well. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. And, and, you know, especially the medical workers, man, I mean, medical yeah. workers all over the world right now, they're just, yeah. you know, trying their best basically. Yeah. The heroes, real heroes. Incredible. Definitely, yeah. man. Well, yeah, definitely appreciate you uh, sharing this article with us. I'll post the uh, link in the show notes and so people can read the entire post and hopefully they'll uh, be kind enough to donate to these uh, initiatives. Great. Yeah, man. So you stay healthy and um, hopefully I'll see you soon when all this is over. This mess is over. <laughs> Sounds good. I want to see your beard, though. Make sure you send me a photo, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I will. Okay. Thanks so much for having me. Have all right. Take care, man. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you, Robin. Please go check out his blog posts on Medium. And if you're able to donate to one of those awesome initiatives listed Uh, please do so. The link is in the episode description. All right, now we're going to call Kayoko Hirano. Hello? Hello, Kayoko? Hi. How's it going? All good, all good. Crazy times we're living in, huh? I know, I know. (laughs) But we're good. We're good, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So with all this... uh, you know, Corona mess going on. How have you been doing? I mean, what have you been doing to uh, stay active? Because I know everybody's, well, for the most part, most people are self-quarantining or self-isolating. Yeah, um, I do know that people are actually gaining weight. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, at first, of course, I was overwhelmed and stressed out. But yeah, finally, I'm getting the hang of it. And I actually really forced myself to do some exercise and I eating better, like really better because of the situation yeah. and uh, seeing it as an opportunity to grow rather mm. than, uh, you know, miserable time. So all good. Yeah, yeah. And and on that note, why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Oh, sure. I'm an obesity prevention health coach, and uh, I help men and women all over the world lose weight and keep it off with the Japanese food. And uh, I believe in a mindset more than exercise. And uh, it's been a great journey for me. Okay, so the, obviously um, you're an obesity uh, prevention health coach, and you have customers that you work with clients that you work with Uh and you haven't been able to really meet up with them right so what what have you been doing have you been doing any like online coaching yeah um so i give them choices and uh when i when they say they would like to meet me in person Mm -hmm. uh, i do go 
to see them, but I just uh, concentrate all the appointments in one day. And I do not take trains. I do not take any buses. I just walk. Like the longest I walked uh, the last time was like 40 minutes. But I, I, that's what I do anyway. So it doesn't bother me. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Okay. Now, you recently wrote a blog post on Medium uh-huh. uh, talking about uh, writing about how to keep the immune system strong in, you know, during these times. Well, you know, in general, but of course, uh, especially in these times where uh, right. people are well, need their immune systems to be strong. So, yeah, talk about that a little bit. Sure. Um, as I work with my clients, I realize that um, they all know what they what to do, but to basically confirm something is also important. And uh, so many people who live in, in this country, like they see food, but they don't know which one is the best one to eat. So um, I just wanted to write a post. Okay. And uh, yeah. Okay. So what what are some of the things that people, or what are some of the foods or, or vitamins that people uh, can, can take or eat to uh, keep their immune system strong? Sure. So 70% of the immune system resides on the gut wall. So I do believe in uh, eating the right food. Uh, food is medicine once again. And um, uh, things you need for immune system are vitamin D, C, zinc, and a fermented food. So um, I always recommend mushrooms uh, because of the fiber called the beta goicang. Mm-hmm. And uh, this country offers so many varieties of them. So I think we all should take advantage of it. And uh, when it comes to fermented food, the traditional ones are miso and natto. And they're fermented soybeans. And we eat daily. And I do believe that's the reason why uh, we stay slim as well, because we keep our gut healthy. So we're staying at home, so lots of time to cook. So if anybody would like to try something new, that would be great. Okay, so you you said uh, we as in the Japanese, right? Uh, Japanese, <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> eat a, Japanese eat a lot of natto and, and miso. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nattos are like you know being sold out at the stores at one point because uh, they so they say something like that on TV. So yeah. Mm. Um, any other uh, foods out there? How about um, kimchi? Oh, yeah, kimchi is good. So any fermented food mm. from your country, mm. you know, or like my favorite is definitely kimchi. Mm. Um, I love them. Uh, sauerkraut is good. Uh, you can make your own, um, you know, fermented vegetables at home as well. Okay. So, yeah. Cool, cool. Well, yeah, thank you for... Uh, checking in or I'm, I'm checking in with you to make sure how you're doing and how the community's doing um, I'll post your I'll add your link to your blog on the uh-huh. uh, show notes yep and uh, yeah you take care you too nice talking to you and take care everyone you can check out Kayoko's episode <laughs> uh, episode 75 I believe on uh-huh. Tokyo Speaks alright so thank you Kayoko. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Kayoko. Uh, please read her blog posts on Medium for some good advice for keeping your immune system strong. Link is in the episode description. And last but not least, we're going to call Yan Fan, 
see what she's up to. Hello. Yan, how's it going? Hey, it's going well. How are you? Good. Just checking in with uh, the community, seeing how everybody's doing. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a crazy world right now. Um, let me go into another room. Potato's like outside running around. How's Potato doing? Um, he's doing well. I think he's, uh, he's missing, uh, all the people. He's, uh, also we, we usually take him to our dog park so he can play with dogs and we haven't gone in, in like three weeks. So I think he misses, he misses seeing other dogs and yeah. Just to let you know, Potato is my favorite dog in the whole YY world. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very flattered. Potato is very flattered. Yeah, like, I, I, you know, growing up, I never really cared for dogs or cats. And it's just, I don't know, something's about, something about Potato. <laughs> he's pretty funny. I've been trying to, I'll, I'll figure out how to, like, videotape him, but he's hilarious. Um, there's just, like, some funny potatoisms that he does. Potatoisms. Nice. Yeah, like, uh, like, if you throw something and it lands near, like, uh, anything that looks like a rope or wires. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, he very, very gingerly picks it up or he uses his little paws and like moves it away first. It's very cute. Yeah. I love all the photos on, uh, Instagram too. So keep that going. (laughs) Yeah. So, so introduce yourself, um, to the audience, to the listeners. Yeah. So, um, I'm, my name is Yan Fan. Um, I, run a coding school here in Tokyo. It's called Code Chrysalis. Um, and uh, we, we essentially teach people how to code. So we have different courses, um, but the one we're most known for is this 12-week uh, software engineering boot camp. Um, and uh, we've been running that for nearly three years. And what's been really great is um, kind of seeing our graduates go into the industry. So we have our graduates work as software engineers at um, companies big and small, mm-hmm. um, you know, really famous ones, um, really, you know, hot startups, um, and then like kind of small, uh, like stealthy startups as well. So it's pretty cool seeing them kind of go and like pollinate, I suppose, in the in the Japanese ecosystem yeah so they're in all kinds of companies from like big ones like Lime, Sony, Mercari, Google to um, kind of like cool you know like the next big thing like Money Tree and stuff like that uh, Money Tree, Payday and and then also like uh, it's it's been really cool to get to know the Japanese startup ecosystem through the companies that like the smaller companies that our graduates also go to um, so yeah, so that's that's what I do. Um, right now, because of coronavirus, we're all remote. Um, so we went remote, um, like partially remote, like more than a month ago, and I guess fully remote, uh, maybe like two three weeks ago. Okay. And yeah. How difficult was that to go to full remote? So it was actually quite easy. Um, I think uh, when people think of remote because it's something that most of us are not used to. I think it's something that we feel a little intimidated by. Um, And we also have our, you know, built-in biases as well, but uh, it was shockingly easy. So the transition, and I have to 
give credit to kind of the really, you know, the, the awesome team that we have. And we got it done in only like, you know, a couple days. Um, yeah. So uh, first it was our part-time programs that went remote and we went, we went remote in like the drop of a hat for those. And then, um, then, you know, the week after was when our immersive was starting. So that's, yeah. So it all went remote. I, I think like it was, more just our previous maybe like assumptions about what our course could be and what we could do Mm. and going remote has allowed us to really challenge those false assumptions that we had and i think our i think it's made code christmas even better really yeah well shout out to your team i know (laughs) yeah they're awesome i know a few members shout out to steffi (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Harner. yeah yeah how is how's the fam though how is, you know your family is back in what, washington seattle somewhere? yeah so my mom is in seattle um i also have family in china like kind of you know more yeah uh yeah i also have family in china sorry okay I'm trying to look for the words but i can't think of it right now <laughs> um but uh yeah I'm, I'm probably closest with my i'm definitely closest with my mom she so maybe about a month and a half ago Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I basically told her that to, to self-isolate. Um, okay. Yeah, because that Seattle was, I think, the first place in the U.S. that um, that had like a cluster, like where it broke out, and it broke out not too far away from where my mom lives. It was a nursing home where it spread from. So seeing that, knowing how bad the U.S. you know healthcare system is. And, yes. And not to make this political, but also like, you know, the a particular leader. Um, <laughs> I call <laughs> I him, like, uh, oh, I call him Agent Orange. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, a good one. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I had, I was very pessimistic about how it would turn out in the U.S. Mm. Um, and because like, I mean, China has had so many issues, but the thing that China had going for it, ironically, was how authoritarian it was, right? And yeah. even then, when they had all the crazy rules and, you know, the surveillance, like, it was still that bad. Yeah. Um, so I was like, wow, there's no way the U.S. is getting out of this. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so when that happened, I... I yeah, my, my mom basically just stopped going out. Uh, she went out just, I think, once for like a funeral, and that was about it. Mm. A non-coronavirus funeral. I know okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, at least she's good. At least most of the fam is good. Uh, you know, most of my fam is in New York and uh, North Carolina. So. Oh, dear. Yeah. Fortunately, um, yeah, nobody's, nobody's, you know, got the Rona, as they say. Mm. Um, so... Just hoping yeah. everything remains, uh, yeah, good with them. Are they in the city or are they out in like the burbs? Uh, city. My my grandmother mm. lives in Brooklyn. I have. Um, oh no. Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't have to worry about my grandmother. She will. She barely goes out as it is. But when something like this is happening, yeah, you don't play around. I remember when uh, there was the. Remember the the thing with uh, the anthrax. Oh yeah, and, that was a long time ago. Yeah, and it, and like I guess it was people was somebody was putting it in the mail and stuff like that. Yeah, my grandmother sending would, it to people. Yeah, yeah, my grandmother would not check her mail for like a month. 
<laughs> I, I was living with her at the time, and I used to be like, Grandma, you, you're not going to go down there and check your mail? Because the mailbox is like at, in the lobby area. She, mm-hmm. you know, she lives in the projects in Brooklyn. And mm-hmm. she was like, no, baby, that's all right. Um, I'll be okay. It'll be, it'll just stay there. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh, Potato has found my hiding spot. Potato! <laughs> <laughs> he actually did react to your voice. So. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he did. You know, he was like looking around like, oh, I hear something. Yeah. All right, let's get back to uh, Cold Chrysalis. So, yeah. uh, so you went remote. Um, what are you using to go remote? Yeah, that's usually the first question, which is like, what tech are we using? Um, So uh, obviously Slack, um, Notion, we were already using the G Suite. Mm -hmm. Um, We're also doing a lot of Zoom, Google Hangouts, um, and then we're using something called Tandem. Um, That's the newest arsenal, um, the newest thing in our arsenal. Uh, Basically, it's like having a virtual uh, office essentially. Mm. So do you remember like AOLIM? Yeah. So the interface kind of looks like that, uh, uh, like a nicer, much more updated version. And instead of having, you know, instead of the focus being on like you click on someone and you can chat with them, mm-hmm. um, the uh, it's instead like you can click on someone to video or, um, or call them. Um, mm. Yeah. And then there's uh, kind of like meeting rooms set up virtually so you can see who's in what meeting rooms talking about what. Um, Yeah. So that's been really nice. It's kind of like, you know, walking around the office and you're seeing like, oh, that meeting room's taken, that Ah, meeting room's taken. Yeah. So it's it's like that. We use that, um, especially in our classes. So um that uh, you know, instructors, for example, can mm-hmm. see like, okay, this student is working with that student, and the instructor can pop in into that room at any time and check in on how the students are doing. Cool. Yeah. So it's so we're still able to do uh, all the things that we do in our classes. Um, so so you know, our class schedule, nothing is is you know changed. Um, you just happen to, you know, be switching around rooms within like tandem within okay. this app. Yeah. And so the cool thing about that is anybody could or any anyone interested in your classes, they can take them no matter where they are. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's certainly made things better because we've, you know, oftentimes gotten inquiries from people outside of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even for you, I mean, you were commuting from Kanagawa, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, so for people who, you know, are outside of Tokyo, remote is a great option. Um, and it's just as interactive, which I know is like a big thing that people like about our course mm-hmm. um, is, you know, you get to work with other people. You get to have like these good, you know, um, one on one time occasionally with like instructors. Um, so we're still able to have that. Um, even remotely. Um, and you can, for instance, see, you know, oh, people are hanging out in the break room or hanging out here during lunch. Um, so yeah, there's all of that. And without like the extra commute. So, you know, our foundations class, our intro to programming class mm-hmm. goes from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. on 
weekdays, right? And that's tough for uh, people who are working and live further out because a class ends at 10 p.m. and then you've got another like hour, hour and a half commute. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just, you know, it's just so much easier for everyone, especially for our uh, 12-week course. Mm -hmm. I think remote's been really great because, yeah, there's no commute. So that adds two hours to everyone's day, right, where they can, um, you know, either sleep in, um, get extra sleep or have time to do more homework or catch up on stuff. So it's just been really nice. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, I've really been enjoying um, working remotely. Nice. So, yeah, before we get out of here, I wanted you to talk a little bit about your your recent uh, Medium blog posts and what, oh, what that yeah. was about. Um, the one that was about uh, job hunting? Yes. Yeah. So that was uh, originally a lecture. So um, at the end of... Uh, basically like the last Friday, like the last day of our immersive class, we have like a, their final lecture. Uh, it's like a little send off, right. To mm -hmm. get them kind of pumped about the next steps after Code Chrysalis. And so um, I added this part to it, um, kind of addressing the elephant in the room of like, okay, you, you all are graduating into not the not like normal circumstances, right? yes. very, very strange circumstances. And it's, it's, you know, looking at that, it's totally, you know, understandable to be extra stressed, right? Mm. And I wanted people to, you know, feel like they still had some power to their situation, because it's really easy to look at the world and feel really helpless right now. Yes. So I wanted them to not feel helpless to feel like there were a lot of things in their lives that they could control. Mm. Um, so the focus of that lecture and of my blog post is to focus on things that um, you know, you can control and you can make an impact on and, and can make a difference for you now and in the future. Um, so the things that I said was, you know, creating a schedule that you can actually stick to. And that was more mostly for like mental well-being. Yes. Um, because it's so easy to, um, go from so like in our course it's like a very rigid schedule right like you know we're, we're pretty strict on on time so you know 9 a.m people have to be there mm -hmm. um and uh when you go from that and feeling like you're done with the course a lot of our students naturally are like oh okay that was a really tough three months i'm just gonna take the next like week and hang out and just relax and um our message was like you know relax on Saturday and Sunday, but Monday, like maintain that momentum Yes. Um, of getting up early, doing things, you know, being productive. And why I really wanted to drive home in this circumstance, like that is even more important. Yeah. Um, the second thing was um, understanding like how to build your personal brand and I think, like, I, I get the feeling in Japan, like, people's identities are very closely tied to their companies. Mm. Um, and I really wanted them to think about their brand as themselves. So, um, you know, like, who are you as a person? And, um, you know, our graduates, they're, 
they're going to be software engineers, right? So it's like establishing you as a software engineer um, and the different things that people can do to prove, you know, to create credibility for themselves, whether it's blogging or giving an online talk or working on, um, you know, something that's very public, like an open source app or a project. Yeah. Um, so like doing those things to actively build on your experience, um, cause you don't have to necessarily be working to gain experience. Like a lot of people think like, Oh, I don't have any experience cause I've never worked, but you can get that experience, um, you know, without having to go find a job or a company, you can gain that experience by being an active member of society, right? Like yeah. as a software engineer, finding projects that I can contribute to, right? Mm. Um, like volunteer efforts and things like that. So I, you know, wanted to highlight that, that aspect. And then lastly, it was networking. So kind of the really um, kind of a, a big thing that people were saying was like, oh my gosh, now that, you know, everyone's in like a soft lockdown like I can't go and get coffee with people etc cetera, etc cetera. and I wanted to let people know like you can still do all of this stuff um yeah you know like uh there is LinkedIn people are online like in fact it's probably even easier now because you know like our social lives are put on hold for a few weeks right it's not like you know we're going off to or we, we definitely should not be you know like going and hanging out with people on a Sunday, you know, yeah. we're all indoors. And so it's actually easier to reach out to people right now. Um, Definitely. So yeah, just things to keep in mind. Um, you know, when you're feeling down, when you're feeling a little hopeless, like there is still a lot that you can control. You, you wrote it uh, with, I guess, uh, software engineers in mind but you said really anybody could take take this advice and and use it exactly so yeah yeah crazy world crazy world but I, yeah this brings out the the best in people as well and um as many sad stories as i've been reading like i've also been so deeply motivated and inspired by all the good stories that have come out of this mess right yes um the selflessness of of so many people so i try to focus on that and you know thinking how i can contribute or how you know this community can contribute to the wider world because um, we i think this this you know whole debacle shows that we are more connected now than ever yes um and we we need to be good members of not just our own community but also the world yeah i try to you know i try to stay positive too like uh, you know doing this podcast you know i've met so many people and then you know because of that you know we're all connected online and i see what you guys are doing and all the cool stuff you you're you're creating and I, I try to share that as much as possible too. And, oh, thank you. Yeah, less of we, the, less yeah. of the COVID stuff because I mean that's everywhere. Everybody's sharing that. I'm tired of seeing <laughs> yeah. some negative, yeah, article about I don't know whatever wherever. So yeah, I mean I appreciate your support and we appreciate your support. So it mm. means a lot. Um, no yeah, I mean we're just trying to do what we can do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for uh, chatting with me. Just checking yeah, in with the community, you. see how everybody's doing. Yeah, thank you. It's yeah. always good to talk to you. Yes, same, and hopefully yeah. I'll see you when all this mess is over. Absolutely, yeah. Take care of yourself. Don't go outside. <laughs> all right, stay home. 
Yeah. Later. Bye. Thank you, Yan. And once again, thank you, Robin and Kayoko. All right. In closing, I just want to make a short announcement that Tokyo Speaks will be taking some time off, perhaps uh, several weeks. You know, just want to stay home and uh, stay healthy. And uh, I prefer to do this podcast in person. But, of course, uh, the current circumstances uh, doesn't allow me to do that. So, uh, yeah, go back and listen to previous episodes. There's many of them. Uh, subscribe to Tokyo Speaks on your favorite podcast streaming platform. You know, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. We're everywhere, all right? Want to give a few quick shout-outs. Shout-out to the homie, Ryman Gaijin, for blessing me with another uh, dope track, as you hear in the background. And I would like to give a shout-out to Gaidabu Japan for featuring Tokyo Speaks uh, on their website. Uh, Gaidabu Japan is a uh, website that you can learn a lot about Japan and also uh, find jobs here as well so thank you for the feature i'll leave a link in the description for that and yeah yeah stay safe everyone um, take care eat some good food maybe try to get a little walk in fresh you know nature walk you know just stay away from people but uh if you can keep your distance and see you next episode of tokyo speaks